You Are Served, featuring Jason Burke, episode 120 on Kelly Bagley's Go Legal Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. I'm your host and legal friend, attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Jason Burke. Jason is the owner of DNR Legal Process Service. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thank you for having me, Kelly. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm excited about this one because process service, right? When people see you coming, they'll run the other way. <laughs> So that's one thing you have in common with attorneys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but before we get into uh, what you do and, and uh, your story, do you have a joke or a quote to share with us? I do have a joke. And yes. this was a difficult task. Apparently, people don't like lawyers. Who knew? Exactly. Yeah. Shocking, right? <laughs> yeah. So I texted my buddy, Steve, who's married to a lawyer, and asked him if he had any lawyer jokes. He pleaded the fifth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 See, that was smart on your buddy's behalf. Exactly. Very smart. And do you also have a quote for us? A person's success in life can be measured by the number of uncomfortable conversations he or she is willing to have. Tim Ferriss. Oh, yes, yes. I have listened to his book. Great, great author, uh, coach as well, I suppose. But um, the show is about you, Jason. <laughs> you are a process server. And for those that cannot see your office right now. And at some point we do have plans to release video, but for no. those that cannot see your office right now, you have piles and piles and piles of paper just stacked up. And I'm, that I'm gonna take it as one, you're very good at what you do and two, you're super busy, right? Yeah, we've been pretty busy. So a lot of times it's just easier to stack it than to box it up and put it away when, you know, before you get to scan it. You know, oh, there you go. There you go. You know, so you, you in turn have a process as well. So tell yeah. us a bit about yourself, Jason. You just shared with me that you are from Fremont, California, Northern right. Cal. I'm the president and owner of DNR Legal Process Service. We're a process serving company located in Fremont in the San Francisco Bay Area. I've been doing this job basically for 24 years. Served my first paper on my 18th birthday. I was uh, going to say, you don't look that old, 24 years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm a second generation process server. My dad bought the company from the previous owner back in the 90s. They started it in like 1985. And then I took it over, I want to say like 2001, somewhere around there. Ups and downs through the years. And we've been doing pretty great lately. And uh, we've boast uh, over 200 five-star reviews from our customers. Wow. So this wasn't one of those times where as a child, right, you were growing up and, and, and children always grow up thinking, you know, they're going to be an astronaut or they're going to be a president of a high tech company or something. Right. And so you didn't you didn't obviously grow up thinking, oh, I'm going to be a process server. <laughs> no, I think originally I thought I was going to be a gardener. Yeah. Well, oh, this is a step up then, right? Yeah, <laughs> step up. So, yeah, so it's going to be like, okay. And then my parents bought the business because my mom was a paralegal. And then they needed something for my dad to do when he, when he retired from being a truck driver. Once I got old enough, I was always exposed to it once they bought it because I had to ride around with my dad while he, went, while he was out serving papers. And as soon as I got old enough, it was like, well, you need to start making some money. Here you go. You know, you got a car. 
you know, you need to pay for it. Just never stopped. At times I've, lo- I've hated my business and at times I've loved my business, you know? <laughs> so because the show is about entrepreneurs, like helping entrepreneurs with starting and growing their businesses and trying to help them avoid pitfalls. It can be legal pitfalls. It can be business pitfalls. Now, you, you just mentioned sometimes you've hated the business. What do you think led to that part of it? Pretty much at the time, I just didn't know what I was doing. And I had all entrepreneurs, Jason. So welcome, (laughs) welcome to the club. (laughs) Yeah, but I, you know, I'd probably been in the business for at least 10 years by then. (laughs) But yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I hadn't just, you know, really discovered reviews or reviews weren't as prevalent as they are now. That's kind of what turned my business around a few years ago. Frankly, we just weren't charging enough. That was primarily the, the thing is we were trying to be the low cost leader and not the, you know, the most expensive in the area um, where we've kind of switched that, where we're probably closer to the most expensive, if not the most expensive in the area. It's a completely different type of clientele as well. You know, we had a lot more status requests and people bugging you and stuff like that, where now they just call you up to give you the papers and you don't really hear from them because either the papers are already done and they've already got their information or they just know you're going to get it taken care of because they're paying, you know, they're paying more. I think you just touched upon a, a couple of really important points, especially when it comes to running, you know, running your own business. Most of the time, people don't know what their value is unless you have really spoken to your mentor. If you have a mentor within the within the industry or if you have a business coach that can really coach you through some of these um I guess, concerns or issues, you know, it's really a matter of trial and error, isn't it, Jason? Like you said, you know, you didn't go to school for this. You don't know know, what what the prices are. You were just trying to capture business. And I think when people go into business, they open their doors, they do, they want business. And so they're going to think, well, I need to drop my prices, right? But you'll never see Gucci or Louis Vuitton dropping their prices because they're going to compete with some brands at Macy's. And it's really about knowing your value. And I'm so glad that now you know exactly what your value is. It's it's not just the price tag that you bring into the table. You're bringing your experience, your expertise. And if you are great at what you do and you're just crushing it, people will pay you for your services. That's what I've discovered over the years. And as lawyers, when, when we first start out, um, you know, I, I started off with one of the largest international law firms in the world. I absolutely loved my time there, Jason. But I was told what my hourly rate was, right? So I didn't have to go out and try to guess. And then we know within the industry what is a second-year level associate getting, what's a fifth-year level associate, and what, what are partners charging. And I'm very happy to say that over time, my prices have increased too because I'm just that great. <laughs> <laughs> You get it. You get it, right? Now, your business, uh, what types of services would you say are uh, mostly prevalent? So primarily process serving. That's our main focus, Um, you know, delivering legal papers to people. So your subpoenas, your restraining orders, your divorce papers, small claims, you know, anything where you need to give the other party notice that you're, you know, something's happening. That's primarily what we do. We didn't all, you know, we also offer court filing for the courts. We offer e-filing to the e-file courts through our website. We can locate people to serve them. You know, I always try to make sure that people are aware what the costs are going to be and what they could be down the line because we deal a lot with pro pers who are not represented by counsel. You know, so we'll let them know like, hey, 
it's going to may cost you $200 to locate this person, you know, and then it's going to be some more costs and you start going and always have to tell them like, you have to take into account what's the likelihood that you're going to collect on this. It's great to sue somebody for the principle of the matter, but that's not really what you're doing. You're going to get a money judgment and that's just a piece of paper in most cases. Unless insurance is involved, you're probably not getting paid, you know, right away. So you're going to have to make it. So I'll explain the whole process of like, this is what you're looking at. Is it worth your time? Is it worth your money? Clients especially are happy about that because they're like, oh, I never thought about that. And it's like, I'm not in it just to take your money and, you know, go throw some attempts on it. I want to get the paper served, you know, but I want you to feel good about, you know, yeah, we're doing the right thing. This is what I need to do. You know, and they have an idea of where the process goes. Share with us um, a memorable story that where you had to be creative, right, to, to serve someone. Yeah, they had one recently where we were trying to serve a person and they were just avoiding service. You know, they would, ne- you know, you, you could hear people moving around inside. You'd see people looking out the people, but they'd never make contact with us. We could never tell if it was them who was, you know, at the door anything like that. A lot of times I'll have those ring cameras as well, which is making things a little more difficult sometimes. So then we started monitoring the vehicle and, you know, when's it coming? When's it going? Because the client didn't have any information, you know, and then so we just decided, well, let's put a little bit of stakeout time on it, sit on it, wait for him to come out. We guessed right at the time. He looks like he had a pattern and he did. We sat there and waited probably at four or five o'clock in the morning and they come walking, come walking out of the house to get into the car. It's a little harder when it's dark out when you're doing something like that. And I didn't want to scare anybody. So, you know, just said, you know, so-and-so, I've got legal papers for you and held them up so they could see them and, and that kind of stuff. And they were like, oh, well, about time you guys came out here to, you know, to get these delivered to me. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. He meant to say, oh, you finally caught me, right? <laughs> yeah. Just, like, he was acting, yeah, they were acting like we were, you know, like we weren't coming when they were home. It was funny when we did it. And, you know, and then I went over and did another stakeout and got that one done too, you know. <laughs> exactly. So I'm sure in your line of work that you might come across people that aren't very friendly to you. Do, do you find that quite a bit? It's not tremendous. Usually they're just, I mean, we've had, I've had issues where incidences in the past where, you know, I've been beat up or pushed or shoved or, I've had one guy shoot at me or shoot the oh ground between God. me and him and basically where my vehicle was. Most people are just fairly cooperative. We do get it every once in a while. And usually mostly what you get is they'll just, you know, yell at you and throw documents at you and tell you this is illegal or whatever. And it's like, well, you can believe whatever you want, you know, and we'll just keep on going back to our car. You know, and I always tell my servers when I talk to them, you know, just be nicer to them than they are to you. But, you know, be firm. This is, you know, this is what's going on. These are the documents, you know, have a good day. I've heard stories where some of the process servers might dress up as um, Amazon delivery people because everybody opens doors for Amazon people, right? Delivery people. And so when when somebody opens the door, they'll get served. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can technically be dressed up as like a UPS driver or an Amazon driver or something like that. It's a little easier to be confused for an Amazon driver because, frankly, they look like me, and this is primarily what I serve my papers in. Right. You know, except they may have a you know a reflective vest on. We had a case brought up where they were kind of accusing us of that, and we were like, "No, we told him we had legal papers. We gave him the papers. He looked at them. He didn't want them, you know, and then he left them there on the ground." 
but I do tell them I have a delivery, which as far as I'm concerned, I'm not lying. I am delivering something. I just don't tell you what I'm delivering until I know who I'm talking to and or if I know I can leave the papers with you. Are you yeah. allowed to leave papers with a minor? So it depends on the state. In California, generally, we have to serve somebody 18 years or older, and it has to be a subservable document, meaning like a summons, a complaint, a small claims action, something that we can leave with somebody other than the named party. So it needs to be what they called subservable or subservice. Okay. Um, now you can serve, you are required to serve a minor if the minor is being served and they are over the age of 12, but under the age of 18, you serve both the minor and the parent. If they're under 12, you only serve the parent. And then other states though, will run into where they'll say like, you know, you can leave it with a 13 year old. And technically we're, if we're serving those papers from another state, we could serve them under those rules. So we could leave it with a 13 year old if, if need be. I don't think I've ever had to do that other than when I was serving an actual minor, you know, with a lawsuit or a restraining order or something like that. Wow. And so your, your business is nationwide, correct? Yeah. We're based here in California, but we can serve papers all over the United States and we can receive papers from all over the United States. We tend oh. to stay away from the, the foreign stuff outside of the country. There's companies designed for that. And if they want to hire us to do the work, then we can do that. But we stay away from the foreign stuff. <laughs> as far as obviously your clientele, I'm, I'm assuming that 90% of your clients would be attorneys, correct? No, actually, it's probably closer to 60% of probably attorneys and probably the rest are probably businesses and unrepresented individuals. I mean, we okay. do a lot of work for the general public and we do a lot of work for other process servers. You, have, you hire a process server in, La, in Los Angeles, well, they probably don't have an office up here and they both probably don't have an independent contractor working for them up here. So then they hire my company to serve the papers and they get a reduced rate and, and then we do it. But it all looks like it came from your process server in LA. So that is, that's pretty significant as well. So because this was a family business, Jason, and you were given the reins of the family business and here you go, you run it now and you know this is how we've done it and you grew up, your, your parents do it too. Well, if you were going to mentor someone or if you were going to give advice to someone that was going to go into the process serving business, what would that be? Don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, get a real job. <laughs> get a real um, job. <laughs> yeah, that's because you know, we're all just waiting to get a real job, you know, because we're all, you know, most of us are our own business owners. Even the people who work for us are probably their own business owner. You know, we generally hire another company um, when we're serving, you know, when we're hiring staff. Occasionally you'll have employees in, depending on the size of your company. Best advice, learn what you're doing. You know, we have the Process Servers Institute here in California which kind of teaches legal process service. We have Cal's Pro, which is our state association, which can teach process serving. And then my best advice to, to a, a server is just be nicer to them than they are to you. That'll save you a lot of headache. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. It, it, it's, um, I guess, similar to being a police officer, right? As a police officer and you have to pull someone over, they always say, you know, drive safe and have a good day. And, and yeah. they're, genuine, they're usually genuine about that too. And I'm always that way. And, and, and it's, it's more pronounced when I have to drop serve the person when they don't want the documents. And it's like, well, you're served, you know, you're served, have a good day. Thank you. And then, you know, walk away. So 
you just want to be nice to people and, you know, answer their questions. You know, most of the stuff that a lot of stuff we deal with is dealt with through insurance. So we'll tell people, just contact your insurance company. They'll take care of all this for you. You don't have to worry about it. And that puts them at ease and then also makes them look at us, go like, oh, this guy's not, you know, this guy's not doing anything to me. You know, he told, you know, he told me what to do because that's what the attorneys want. They want them to tell their insurance company so that the insurance company will now deal with them. Right, right. Perfect, perfect. And and you just sort of alleviated some stress from them too, right? Because sometimes yeah. they have no idea, like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my house. And they yeah. haven't even opened the paperwork that, that you've served them. And I yeah. think it's it's the fear factor too, right, for for majority of, of the public that is not in the legal industry itself, who doesn't have an attorney, has, has never ever been served before. That's usually the very first thing that goes to their mind is, oh, I'm being sued, I'm going to lose my house, what's going to happen? But I think that's um, that's really nice of you to to uh, you know give them some sort of direction and kind of ease, ease the stress. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure you probably get some people that just start crying and saying it wasn't my fault, I don't know why this is happening. I'm sure you don't stand around and start counselling them, do you? No, we don't. I don't do that. I will have occasionally people want to, you know, a lot of people just want to tell you this, tell you the story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this guy's lying, you know, da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, okay. You know, and I try to get in, get done and get out. Yeah. You know, but once in a while, it's kind of like, okay, well, contact the attorney. Here's the spots on the papers that you need to look at. You know, I try to be nice to them as best I can. You know, I don't want them to be, have a problem with me because I don't have a problem with them. And, you know, and most things that we deal with, they're not necessarily bad. You know, they're, they're probably like, okay, you know, something else is going to take care of this, even if it's a restraining order. Basically, they just need to be nice and not contact the person. And they'll be fine. You know, it's not going to be that big of a deal for them if they just don't do stupid stuff. We try, I try to let them know, like, you know, this is what you got to do, read through the docs tells you exactly what you need to do. If they need, if I need to point out the attorney's info so they can call the attorney and ask questions, they can do that. I'll answer simple questions, but like, yeah, I certainly can't give legal advice or anything like that. <laughs> I'm you know, so glad you said that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you just passed the test. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, good, good, Jason. So if you had to do it all over again, what would you do differently? If I was to do it all over again, first thing I would do if I could afford it is I would build my website with uh, search engine optimization in mind. Because we just had our website rebuilt, put a bunch of money into it. It's fantastic. It's pretty new and it's it's getting us more clients than we had before, you know, getting us more phone calls. And then the second thing I would do would I would have started reviews a whole lot earlier. Uh, you know, put a system in place to 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 gather reviews. Because those have been so important to my business, you know, for the last, God, I think it's three years now where we really started pushing. SEO and reviews, Google reviews, they, they mean a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, they do. And, you know, and that's where people look for you. Like my Google reviews are 10 times more in more or worth 10 times more than any other place because that's where people are looking for you. And then having a big number and especially a big number in the map pack on Google so important so important now if someone wants you to get a hold of you uh, jason how would they get a hold of you best way to find us is through our website all of our contact information is there d is in dog r is in rabbit legalprocess.com reach out to me with an email give me a phone call you know if you have questions about the industry or you have 
work for us to do or you have you know questions about something I can answer, we'll get you take get you taken care of. Fantastic. We're going to add all of your contact information as part of our show notes so everyone can just reach out to you directly. Uh, we also do have an app and that way they've always got Go Legal Yourself on the go with them. All you have to do is go to your app stores, download Go Legal Yourself and there I am with all of my brilliant guests and it has been and your information will be on there too, Jason. Do you have any parting words for us? Have a good day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again yeah. for a wonderful guest. And for the rest of you, definitely check out golegalyourself.com. You can create and start your own business with the tools that we provide. And we do have a fantastic book for you. It's going to be the best $20 you have ever spent. It is called Go Legal Yourself, the second edition. You can get it from Amazon or anywhere where you purchase your books. And also, uh, make sure that you do follow us. It's Go legal yourself podcast.com and you can listen to us anywhere where you stream your podcasts from. I am attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law. It has been my pleasure being your host. Until next time, cheers to your success. If you're looking to start a podcast on your own, use the coupon code what has at checkout and receive a free month of media hosting from our recommended hosting company, Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. This podcast was produced by Imagine Podcasting, and we help businesses eliminate competition by elevating their brand message to be heard. Visit ImaginePodcasting.com for more information.